The modern world feels so overwhelming and out of control. Industry blindly destroys ecosystems. Our American government struggle to make collective decisions about our nation's direction. And many countries in our world endure horrendous suffering, sadly and often, in the name of religion. This chaos easily instills a fear in us and judgment. But fear and judgment are not the building blocks to a unified world community. Though many wars have been fought in the name of religion, within our ancestries of religion, we have developed the ability to have the purest faith. And this is the key to unlock the shackles of fear and be a bridge to a world free from hate and judgment, a world full of nurturing, the great enlightenment, the dream of the beloved community. I first realized that a common faith was possible in dialogue about my faith of origin with my grandfather, Joe Pettit. Joseph Ayler Pettit was one of those souls that shared his goodness to the world fiercely. I never saw him dismiss another human being. He was only ever laughing, goofing, and spreading his love to all of his family, friends, and neighbors, regardless of race, religion, or creed. His faith in Christ, though, was devout and absolute. And when my path veered away from the Catholic Church, when the tree of knowledge tempted me, and I read of the faith of Native Americans, Lao Tzu, Mahatma Gandhi, and many who had no definitive faith at all, I could no longer accept that Catholicism was the one true faith. And I challenged my grandfather constantly. Joseph Ayler Pettit did not need to search. He was content and devout. But I was yet to find my own path for devotion. And we discussed passionately. In discussion one day, riding down the paths of the little golf course behind his home in Pennsylvania, I decided it was time to press him harder than I'd ever had. Joe, how do you know that faith in Christ is the answer? Don't you need proof? He slammed on the brakes and we stopped. Damn it, Riney, he yelled. Do you still not understand? Faith does not need proof. That is the point of faith. To believe in something you cannot prove. To understand something you cannot see. In that moment, I learned one of the greatest lessons of my life. Joseph Ayler Pettit can have his faith, and I can have mine. And even though they are seemingly different, we are still the same. We are of the same love and life, the same family. We do the same work on this earth. And though to whom we direct our prayers may be different, this difference is not a barrier, but a bridge. How is this faith able to bridge adversity? Faith is a potential energy. You have it, and when the time is appropriate, you act upon it. For example, you drive down the road on a spring day. Ahead of you is a bridge connecting two sides to a great river. You have no proof that this man-made steel structure will not collapse with your weight upon it. You don't stop at the beginning and demand an engineer to produce the drawings and certifications that prove it's of some sound condition. You drive over it and say, look how beautiful that river is, and go on with your day. You have faith the air will be of correct oxygen percentage. You have faith the sun will warm the earth. You have faith the water is filtered. You have faith that you will fall asleep and wake up again in the morning. Faith is at the core of our being. The ability to close our eyes, but not our hearts, and move forward each trusting step at a time. Faith is the willingness to walk the path of love and the courage to be the bridge needed to unite us despite not only our differences in culture, 
but our fear that our beliefs are too incompatible to coexist. Our potential is the value of the modern society. We are, in fact, right now, unlimited in our ability to manifest any future we can imagine. Just as we must have faith that our air is breathable and our water drinkable, we must work to preserve clean air and water. It is the same with faith. As a world collective, we need first to nurture the faith in each other to be able to work towards peace. It's easier to have faith in people that are your friends and family. It is difficult to understand that we can apply that faith on a local or even a global community level, but our potential to do so is there. I am grateful for the amount of people I have in my life. I have great eagerness to know them more and truly nurture my connections with them. Is this not enough to occupy my thoughts and efforts? My friends and loved ones do deserve my fullest self, but it is from these foundational bridges, from these assured relationships, that we can reach out beyond the world of individuals we know and see and extend a common faith to all others and become a spiritual fabric of love throughout the world. In this modern world, I cross paths with so many others every day. There are seven billion others with whom I share all this great earth. I don't have to have an intimate relationship with someone to value them, nor do I have to cross paths with someone to believe in them. This is faith. I will never touch seven billion people. I'm not requiring proof that there are seven billion human souls on this planet. I don't need evidence of their existence. I just have faith they are there, living their own lives the best they can in their own circumstances. Our potential as individuals and as societies is the tool required to build the beloved community. I have faith in our human potential as a fundamental ability, a universal tool we all share. Our entire humanity shares the same deep ancestral heritage, that of a basic toolmaker, the problem solver, who took rocks and made sparks, took sticks and made shelter, and eventually took steel and made bridges. This innate ability is in us all. Every human has in her or his own self the ability to create something out of the materials and prior knowledge within our ambition grasp. We are, as a species, on the path of moving these creator skill sets forward. Though the tools we used as hunters and gatherers are not directly in our modern everyday life, the evolution of these tools provide us a guide to visualize our progression. We do not now craft arrowheads of flint and bows of tree sapling. We do not preserve food in barrels of salt. And most of us do not use stick and thatch to keep us dry, or strike fire to be warm. However, our modern material uses and even manufacturing processes are of direct lineage to these basic origins. We are on a trajectory. We know what we have now and generally understand where we've come from. And in no other time in human history have we possessed the ability to that we possess right now to envision, craft, and materialize our future. We must take time as a world community, to reflect on how far we have come. The toolmaker did make wooden arrows to hunt and fight each other, but the ability to craft wood eventually becomes a greater tool. Books made of paper sourced from wood. And the arrow of wood did become the sword of steel used to fight and defend from each other. But the ability to craft steel eventually becomes a greater tool. The ability to make a bridge. On the toolmaker's evolution, from stone to wood to steel, the establishment of larger and greater societies runs parallel. 
the basic bow and arrow society did not have a concept of government of formed by the people. But they did form tribal loyalties and familial bonds that are the foundation of our modern societies. Religions and governments became large manifestations of our individual and collective need to belong to a community. And as we understand the lineage of the toolmaker, that we do not have a refrigerator without a barrel made of wood, or a manufacturing assembly line without a hand and a saw to fell and make pieces from a tree. We do not have a modern economy or democracy without a tribe or religion. We are now well into the 21st century, and in the middle of such rapid change, it is difficult to pause and consider where we are going. But as we stand at the gates of the future, looking out over our next evolutionary bridge to cross, we must, as a collective humanity, begin to seek a common vision for the future. The trials we must work through as a world community are not only complicated, but often discouraging, in that we fear there is not willingness of our world community to resolve our differences in peace, and so often forced to pick up the sword. Israel versus Hamas, Ukraine versus Russia, terrorists declaring a caliphate, deadly clashes killed thousands in Central Africa, sectarian violence, and all of it founded on the idea that religion is nationhood. The idea we must close ranks around that which we know and fear which we don't. And in order to eliminate that fear, eliminate humans associated with it. It's easy to be cynical about a greater future for humanity, and it seems all but necessary to be fearful in our turbulent modern world. It is our fate to continue our evolution from arrow to book, from sword to bridge, from fear to love. Love is the answer. In order to advance beyond a world plagued by fear and war, we have to continue to teach the endurance of love. We have to live a life of love. This will take great efforts on all of our hearts, minds, and bodies. Our perseverance has already overcome the great threat of the Third Reich with the sword of steel, as it has overcome racial hatred and class inequality with civil disobedience, nonviolent protest, and most importantly, love. Love of the oppressed and love of the oppressor. If we choose to hone our steel to be a bridge of faith instead of swords, we can continue to move away from a world of worry, fear, and cynicism and grow toward our ultimate destiny, a world of love manifest in the vision of the beloved community. How far apart we seem to be at times can also be viewed as how much space we have to grow. Our beliefs are different. Our common faith in each and every other does not have to be. It is the collection of our individual faiths which has delivered us to this gate upon which we now stand, ready to move forward. It was my collection of experiences in my family, full of people with different views, beliefs, ways they navigate the world, that has brought me to the gate in my life in front of which I stand. Although it was not my own belief, my grandfather's faith in Christ, his notion that you have to believe in something greater than yourself provided for me a platform to continue to build and strengthen my own belief system. It didn't hinder my growth or block my path. It built a bridge to unknown vistas and only served to broaden my horizons. It challenged me to become something greater, 
Although we differed on our perspective of doctrine, we had vastly more in common. We both loved life, adventure, learning, debating, taking the scenic route, cold beer in a glass mug, humans sharing the beauty of a human experience. No differences could trump that singular commonality. Opening your hearts to others' beliefs gives you room to grow and tools to build a bridge and cross it, to understand divine love and use our tenacity, strength, and ingenuity and manifest a society of greater purpose. Seven billion human souls on our planet. Seven billion different stories. Seven billion chances to share our differences and beliefs and grow in love with each other. This is common faith. Seven billion people in a world of love. And though so many of our fellow human beings continue to be oppressed by regimes of fear, and so many are those who spread that fear, I am not afraid. I believe we can be the bridge. I believe we can envision a great future for our grandchildren. And I commit to do that hard work of unconditional love. I don't know what will happen when we die. And honestly, I don't care. I am here now and intend to be all that I can become in this great gift I've been given, life. Today, we will not fear. We are all blessed with the gift of life and are called by a higher power of goodness to honor the holy in each of us. We must have faith and believe that as our individual identities are not threatened by opening our hearts to other people, our religions are not threatened by sharing our world with other doctrines. Our religions must make the choice to maintain and nurture each of their own unique identities while, without fear, sharing their differences so that we may together lead a turbulent, challenged, and fearful modern world toward a faith in a greater human society, a common faith of human tenacity. We are equipped with a modern world full of tools at our disposal, ready to be utilized toward this great future in which we are responsible for. Every problem, there is a solution. And in every human on this earth, I put my faith to solve problems with a level of dignity, resolve, and totality of which we are truly capable. Let us make our stand here, on this earth. We can achieve our fullest potential now in the kingdom of divine creation on earth. And when we cross over into the next kingdom, Whatever it may be, we will be ready. Seven billion strong, we are capable. As they say, many hands make light work, but there is no time to waste. Blessed be. If you will all um, stand with your gray hymnal, we're going to sing number 169. We shall overcome. 